0: Hi! We're the Shurfa Sisters from Malaysia, Azima, Amna, and me, Aisha, hosts of the My English Matters podcast. After spending eight years in the UK as children, we know the importance of mastering a second language. So we created MyEnglishMatters.com as a platform to help second language learners learn to speak, write, and communicate in English with confidence through our online courses, classes, and live workshops. The My English Matters podcast is an extension of all that we do. It's a place for us to connect with you on a whole new level. You can learn with us while you're on your commute to work, washing the dishes or picking your kids up from school. So let's get started, shall we? This episode is an audio replay of one of our live sessions on the My English Matters Facebook page. Because it was live and on video, you may hear us make reference to slides, notes or viewer comments.
1: Hi everybody, I'm Azima from myenglishmatters.com. How are you? This is a great morning. I'm right here in Kuala Turinganu. And today, we are going to talk about how to get to the next level of English proficiency. So, there's a lot to talk about. I'm going to give you five tips. So, I hope you're sitting somewhere comfortable. If possible, you have a pen and paper ready. If you don't have a pen and paper, it's fine too. You can uh, type your comments and questions and your summary. In the comment box. Okay. Hi, everybody. Right. So happy to have you all here. Just tell me where you guys are watching from. That'll be great. Good morning, Aisha. Okay, great. Uh, Do share this video as well. Share with your friends and family. And we're going to spend maybe 30 minutes, half an hour, maybe 40 minutes, depends on how interactive you guys are. So, Oh Farah, you're eating at the moment. I wonder what you're having. I had eggs just now for breakfast. Normally, I would have like a protein like eggs or sometimes if I can't make eggs, I will eat a piece of date or have a fruit juice. Mazlina, salam. Great. And sometimes uh, when I want to indulge myself, I'll actually have nasi dagang because I am right here in Kuala Chunganu, so we have access to nasi dagang even on Food Panda. Hi, Farah. You're also from Trunganu. That's great. Which part of Trunganu? I'm in Kuala, Trunganu. Okay. Uh, salam Lutfiah. Great. So, are you guys ready? We are going to talk about how to get to the next level of English proficiency. And I am going to give you five tips. Five tips. I want you to be interactive as well. So, if you can simply, you know, just type your summary, you've got questions, type them in the comments. Amna and Aisha will also help me in the comments. Okay. Now for those who don't know uh, us, me, Aziman, uh, Amna, Aisha, we are from My English Matters where we teach second language learners English. So we have programs, we have courses and everything Inshallah, hopefully online. All right. Okay, from Trungganu too. Wow, a lot of Trungganuans here. Great, Akmal, good morning, June. Wonderful. From Sabah Mazlina, wonderful. Okay, great. Now, okay, so five tips. I'm going to also show you my slides now and then, not not throughout uh, this presentation. But um, yeah, let's see what, what you guys have to say. Okay, you are great. Okay, good. I can see you're sitting down comfortably. Good. Right, so how to get to the next level of english proficiency i'm going to give you some tips and so let's get started shall we okay right hold on for a minute okay so five tips i am going to talk about that and i hope you are going you're going to listen you're going to apply and all and if you've got questions you can write them down in the comments okay oh all right as Rina says you are from suramban yay great i'm happy that you're joining us noraliza good morning okay and now let's get started so I'm, I'm like fiddling around with my mouse and everything just to see what's you know too many things here on my screen all right so forgive me okay let's do this all right now five tips for you first first tip for you how to get to the next level of English proficiency. The first tip is identify your area of concern. When it comes to English what's your area of concern? Is it business English that means that um, English that you're going to use at your workplace or is it conversational English everyday English English you know speaking with your friends with your neighbours with the community. Or maybe it's academic English. So first tip is identify your area of concern. And I want you to write in the comments, if possible, what's your area of concern? What's your number one concern? If you want to get to the next level of English proficiency, you need to have a target. You know, you don't want to like think, oh God, I want to improve my English, but it's like everything. I want to improve everything. So first we and narrow down the area of your concern so what is it is it business english conversational english academic english conversational everyday english yeah so write them in the comments so i can see i want you guys to participate please all right hi akmal a friend of yours You're your student from you great so, Akmal, academic writing, academic English for Noraini. Good, good. Because that's your concern. Once you know what your area of concern is, then you can focus instead of feeling scattered, instead of feeling like I want to improve um, everything. Because when you do that, then you will never have a game plan. You'll never narrow your focus and then you'll feel overwhelmed. So, identify your area of concern right in the comments. Ina says, conversational English. Rina, academic English most of the time. Mazlina, conversation. Business English for Yahas Yakub. Okay. Uh, all right. Conversation English for Norliza. Good. Right. I want to see your comments, your questions. Wonderful. Okay. So, now you know. Now you know and let's focus on that. Okay, great. So now that you have identified your concern, tip number one. Tip number two, set your priorities. So I recommend that you set your top three priorities. Okay, or just one, one is good enough, but set your priorities. So for example, do you want to learn or improve your grammar? and vocabulary, grammar and vocabulary, okay? Is it grammar and vocabulary? If it's business English, for example, is it grammar and vocabulary? Do you need to know specialized words and phrases in your field if it's business English? All right, so vocabulary or grammar. For business English, is it um, you want to learn how to make less grammar mistakes? in your writing, for example, grammar, okay? What about your priority? Maybe it's writing, maybe you want to focus on simply writing, so if it's business English, writing emails, reports. If it's um, academic writing, maybe it's writing your journal, writing a thesis, report writing, if you're a student, maybe it's producing assignments, right? Or if you're in marketing, it's producing emails, right? Or uh, writing sales, sales pitches, right? Maybe it's sentence structure for if it's, it's writing. You want to know the rules, okay? What about comprehension? Okay comprehension means understanding the ability to understand something maybe you're, you you want to focus on understanding people when they speak fast okay or understanding people with different accents at your workplace or maybe it's understanding the difference between informal English versus formal English so that's comprehension Some people said they want to understand idioms. They don't know how to memorize idioms or use idioms or understand idioms. Okay? So, set your priorities. Is it grammar and vocabulary? Is it writing? Is it comprehension? Or speaking? Speaking. So, when I talk about speaking, I mean, is it fluency or pronunciation even? Or the fact that you speak a certain way that makes people that make people like confused. Maybe you don't speak standard English. All right. Maybe you don't know the difference between formal English versus informal English when it comes to speaking. Okay? Or politeness even. Maybe some people say, you know, you look really nice and polite but when you speak the words that come out it just sounds rude maybe it's your word choice so i want you to set your priorities what is it that you want to focus on is it grammar and vocabulary writing comprehension or speaking but if you can't think oh, well, I, I want to do all of it just choose one just choose just choose one from these options that i've given okay so write in the comments. Writing and speaking for Fazlina. Maslina, confident level. Okay, you said that you want to improve your confidence level. Okay. Um, all right. My Shah says, let me see. Let, put, let me put your uh, comments up. You, your priority is to look confident and fluent when you're giving a talk okay to stakeholders all right comprehension for akmal great meetings is it speaking in meetings i assume meetings you mean speaking up yeah okay good presentation oh okay presentations giving presentations yes okay great let's see what else inna says my priorities are to be fluent and to look confident when speaking. Okay, great, great. So now I want you to, now that you have your priorities set straight, then let's focus on focusing on that, focusing on your, on your priorities. At least when you know, then you know where to start and you don't feel overwhelmed with too many Decisions, too many goals and as we are reaching the end of 2020 and this is the 1st of December right can you believe it we're coming to the end of 2020 I'm gonna welcome 2021 soon I want you to e- you know even have a, a focus have an even more laser focused mission okay that's what I want you to to do, to know, to achieve, to have. Okay, great. Speaking, Siti Haja says, um, Farah, grammar is so hard for me. Okay, wonderful, great. So I, I, I love it that you're sharing in the comments. It makes it even more real, okay? All right, so we talked about tip one, identifying your area of concern. Number two, setting your priorities, okay, straight. (laughs) At least you know them, okay. Number three, number three, tip number three. I want you to define what the next level mean to you because our topic today is how to get to the next level of proficiency, Okay. So I want you to define what the next level mean to you. What does it mean? What does the next level mean to you? Right. So for example, students, right? Students, university students, postgraduate students, maybe your next level means simply to pass your exam. Okay. Or to be able to write a paper or a thesis. That's what it means maybe to debate, to do public speaking. For working professionals, it's to speak without struggling, for example, to write reports, to present at international conference, uh, You know, to do that confidently. So to present at international conferences confidently. For stay-at-home parents, maybe it's to be able to teach your children proper English or to converse with your neighbours Or the community or to have the confidence to attend events with your spouse to inspire your community your children now I don't know whether you guys have watched this but I recently watched English Vinglish English Vinglish it's a movie it's a 2012 movie it's um uh, starring the late Sri Devi so she's an Indian actress. So she plays this um, character called Shashi, I, I believe Shashi. And she, so it's in India. The setting was, uh, first we started off in India. And her children and her husband are able to speak fluent English. They make fun of her. She's a homemaker. They make fun of her accent. They make fun of the fact that she can't speak English fluently. So she, they're, and they're even embarrassed to be around her, and one of her children, yeah, her daughter, I believe, didn't even want to bring her to um, a parent meeting, yeah, parent-teacher meetings because she can't speak English, her mother can't speak English. So she's really embarrassed and all, and then suddenly she's invited to go to New York on her own to prepare for her niece's wedding. So she has to go to New York having no English, and she has to travel by herself at the airport, you know, and all. And so she struggles. So as we go through this movie, I understood what it's like to struggle. And I think you, I think all of us can understand what it feels like to just feel really embarrassed that you can't speak, you can't even order coffee, you can't even speak to, you know, all the struggle that makes you feel like you're you're you just feel embarrassed and 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 shy and everything. So when she she goes to New York, she decided to attend an English class, right so she goes there she wants uh, to learn English and all so I think you should you guys should watch it english of english twenty twelve movie. I'm not gonna spoil the ending. you guys have to watch it, but it's really it's really great, and I understand the struggle of us second language learners to to be able to speak English confidently to express yourself It's a really great movie. Do you guys know who Sri Devi is, by the way? Let me see. Do you guys know? All right. Oh, so you guys are still writing your your goals. Good. Okay. So Shikin says, my priority is in communication skills. But I found that if I want to be able to speak fluently, I need to comprehend English as a whole. Okay. Azira, my next level, I want to talk in a more structured way so that people can understand me. Okay, good. Nuraini, I want to write well in my thesis. Okay. And your presentation, okay, good. Oh, what's the movie title? It's called English English Vinglish. English Vinglish. English Vinglish. E N G L I S H English, V English, V I N G L I S H. Okay. Right. So, what does the next level mean to you? I want you to have this vision, what it looks like to you, because what it looks like to you is different from your colleague, for example. Okay. I'll give you some more examples for others it might be like sri Devi might be the character she she wants to be able to order food to to travel okay for others it might be to to write so my daughter she's currently writing a novel she's 11 she's um writing a horror novel so she's picking up words from watching Japanese animation and then she she'd ask me like what's the word for this what's the word for this and I would tell her okay why don't you read you know a book so that you 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 have the vocabulary and she's like no I prefer to just watch Japanese animation with subtitles and all that I said but you need to have a reference you need to read novels yourself so that you're able to pick up all these adjectives and all okay Right, so I want you to have a clear idea of what the next level mean to you. And I'm actually going to show you what it means according to the CEFR level. The CEFR level. Okay, I am going to show you the CEFR level. We're going to go through this together. So let me bring up my slides. Okay. I'm going to make it go full screen. The CEFR level. So the CEFR level stands for Common European Framework of Reference for Languages. I want you to, to read along with me these levels and then tell us in the comments whether you think you are A1, A2, B1, or B2, C1 and C2. Okay. All right. So the first one is beginner A1. These are can do statements. I can understand and use familiar everyday expressions and very basic phrases aimed at the satisfaction of needs of a concrete type. I can introduce myself and others and can ask and answer questions about personal details such as where I live, people I know and things I have. I can interact in a simple way. Provided the other person talks slowly and clearly and is prepared to help. Do you think you're A1 beginner? If so, write in the comments. Maybe you are A2. Let's find out. Elementary A2. I can understand sentences and frequently used expressions related to areas of most immediate relevance. For example... Very basic personal and family information, shopping, local geography, employment. I can communicate in simple and routine tasks requiring a simple and direct exchange of information on familiar and routine matters. I can describe in simple terms aspects of my background, immediate environment, and matters in areas of immediate need. Okay, so that's A1 and A2 done. Now, just for your information, for, um, in Malaysia, the target for university graduates okay, is B2. B2. So, B2, um, B2, we'll talk about B2 afterwards, right? B1, it's the target for Form 5 school leavers. B1. I can understand the main points of clear standard input on familiar matters regularly encountered in work, school, leisure. I can deal with most situations likely to arise whilst travelling in an area where the language is spoken. I can produce simple connected text on topics which are familiar or of personal interest. All right. And B1, I can describe experiences and events, dreams, hopes, and ambitions, and briefly give reasons and explanations for opinions and plans. Do you guys think that you are B1? If so, write in the comments. Okay, so B1 is actually the target for Form 5 school leavers, according to the CEFR level. Mm Mm-hmm. What about B2, C1 and C2? Okay, let's find out. B2 is the target for university graduates. I can understand the main ideas of complex text on both concrete and abstract topics, including technical discussions in my field and specialization. I can interact with a degree of fluency and spontaneity that makes a regular interaction with native speakers quite possible without strain for either party. I can produce clear detailed text on a wide range of subjects and explain a viewpoint on a topical issue giving the advantages and disadvantages of various options. Okay that's B2 ideally for university graduates. Okay advanced C1. Now C1 it's advanced so it's for, ideally for English language graduates, English teachers, advanced C1. I can understand a wide range of demanding longer texts and recognise implicit meaning. I can express myself fluently and spontaneously without much obvious searching for expressions. I can use language flexibly and effectively for social, academic and professional purposes. I can produce clear, well-structured, detailed texts on complex subjects, showing controlled use of organizational patterns, connectors, and cohesive devices. And lastly, proficiency too. This is very advanced, basically. Proficient, I can understand with ease virtually everything heard or read. I can summarize information from different spoken and written sources, reconstructing arguments and accounts in a coherent presentation okay so what are you guys do you guys think you are b2 B C one or c2 or a1 a2 b1 so six levels of proficiency there okay now don't feel upset or embarrassed if you haven't yet reached what we call the ideal target which is b2 for university graduates don't worry about that because at my English Matters we encourage you to keep learning, and that's what we do. We want to encourage you, we want to motivate you, we want to learn in a fun way. So that's what we're here for. Okay, so some of you are already B two, wonderful. Um, Hafiz Muhammad C two, wonderful. Akmal Noraini B two, Azira B two, great, wonderful. Wonderful, okay. I'm so happy to see that you guys are happy with your target, but if you're not happy with where you are, that's where we'll talk about the other steps, okay? Okay, let's do this. Okay, step number four, know your learning style. So know your learning style. Now that you know your level, I wanna wanna talk about your learning style. Are you an auditory learner? Okay? So that means that you learn best from listening, listening and watching. Visual would be watching, yeah, visual. Or are you more of a hands-on kind of person? You prefer to do tasks, you prefer to have challenges to build something, to produce something, to create something? Or are you more of a um, reading and writing sort of person? You love theories, you love exams and all. So what's your learning style? What's your learning style? Okay, auditory, visual, hands-on, reading, writing and all. Find out. or you. I think you should know. Just think about kind of, you know, when you were a student, how did you learn best? For me, I think I love, I learn best um, reading and writing. And I'm also a, a visual learner, I think, right now. But as my life gets busier, I'm now an auditory learner. So I learn a lot from listening. I learn uh, through podcasts. I, you know, I'm just listening to things while I'm doing something else, like I'm washing the dishes or something. I'm always listening while I'm cleaning the house, right? So I'm always listening because I love that. I learn best from listening. But recently, I've picked up watching movies and watching uh, shows on Netflix, right? So I do that as well. I'm like, oh, I like that too. I love watching movies and all. I've always loved watching movies, but I've stopped and then I've started to pick up again. And now I'm watching stuff on Netflix, okay? Okay. So what kind of learning, uh, do, what, uh, what, um, what do you prefer? How do you learn best? You can write in the comments. Okay. Right. Uh, I listen and you love to do note-taking, Akmal. Wonderful. Aisha says, listening, watching, and writing. Wonderful. Okay, Great. Great. Now, my second question from knowing your learning style, right? From knowing your learning style, know yourself as well. Okay, so extroverts, any extroverts here? Raise your hand, your virtual hand there. If you're an extrovert, maybe you prefer having classmates around you. Okay, maybe it's a virtual classmate, doesn't matter, but you love collaborative learning you love listening to their ideas you love debating with them that gives you energy because you're an extrovert you love having people around you okay that just gives you energy you feel really happy pumped up excited okay um maybe you coming back to extrovert versus introverts so extroverts maybe you love work group study and all and you love having a teacher because you just can't do it on your own because if, if you have to learn on your own you feel lonely okay extroverts ambiverts too actually what about introverts maybe you prefer self study maybe you prefer to just have your books quiet place to sit and do your work and that's it you you're satisfied you learn best that way okay introverts Um, yeah you you prefer to just have your own sweet time silence or maybe music in your ears and that's it okay knowing yourself extrovert versus introverts ambiverts you choose okay what about this do you learn best in the morning okay you're a morning person or in the evening at night or really, really early in the morning, like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, okay? Maybe you prefer weekends, okay? So I want you to know your learning style, know who you are, so that we can get started. Get started. So write in, your, in the comments your learning style, introvert, extrovert, and all. Who's I'm an introvert? Yahas, you're both. So Aida, I'm an introvert. Hypo Ambivert for Mira. Okay. All right. Early in the morning for Yahas. Great. As for me, I am an ambivert. But I'm more inclined towards introversion. Actually, I'm an introvert. But when it comes to learning, I, I don't mind online learning with the teacher with me live or I just purchase courses and I learn right then and there. Okay, so I love that too. I can, I can do both. I don't really need a teacher to be in front of me unless I know that I'm really, really struggling in that area. I need the teacher's feed, immediate feedback. So I need to go to a class. Uh, where the teacher is there and the teacher can give me immediate feedback right so it really really depends on what i'm learning so i want you to focus on learning english because obviously i'm here. i'm here to teach you how to learn english effectively so i'm talking about english right I'm talking about english okay so azira i'm an extrovert but i love self-studying okay Anim Ramli, I'm an introvert, but an extrovert in studying. That means that you prefer group work, collaborative learning. Great. Um, okay, Ina, I don't care what people think when I speak in English because when, when it comes to learning, my confidence level is awesome. I love that. Okay. Nadia Anis, I'm an introvert. Nadia Anis, are you sure? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, you guys, I'm so happy that you are chiming in with your comments. Great. Um, A hybrid learner, Akmal. Learning style. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's see some more comments. Okay, wonderful. So, knowing your learning style will help you to choose what's best, you know, what's effective for you because it's different. Even if you have children, One child's learning style is different from the other child, obviously. Yeah, so there you go, right? Number five, my tip number five is create the environment for success. Create the environment for success. Now that you know what kind of learning style you prefer, the level that you want to get to, I want you to like set your priorities straight, identifying your area of concern and all of that your next step and the fifth this is the fifth final step create the environment for success so it could be purchasing courses or books or trainings all right sign up for exams yep you heard me right sign up for exams okay so there are lots of exams out there i'm sure so sometimes you want to train yourself for let's say ielts or something okay Sign up for example, so you have a goal to attain. If you're that kind of person, you need, you need a challenge, right? And of course, I want to talk about, when I talk about purchasing courses, books, trainings, etc. You do have to sacrifice money and time. And when, when I mean sacrifice, if you think that sounds negative, then I want to say invest money and your time towards learning. okay? Right, so some of you have asked me what kind of grammar books should I st- should I purchase and all. Well, I do have some recommendations, but these are my personal um, favorites. So I- I'll just tell you. It doesn't mean that I want you to go buy these books if you can't find them, but yeah, something like this. But because I'm an English language trainer instructor, I have to read books like these kind of books co-build English grammar right and I got this book I don't know if it's available for you guys because this is the international edition and I got this when I was a lecturer English grammar by um, Betty Schramfer-Azar okay I hope I said her name right all right I've got loads more books behind me and I'll keep purchasing books to update my knowledge I can't stick to just one book right i need to have lots i need to have a budget for my learning because that's how i create my environment so i want you to create your environment as well if it means purchasing things then invest some amount of money for that if you want to get somewhere you do have to sacrifice and invest okay Oh, I like what Amna said, Um, try different styles and see which one you like best. I was going to bring up this comment. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I believe if you don't know your style, then try trying out different styles so you can see which one you like best. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mira says, are those Harry Potter books? Are you talking about my bookshelf there? Yes, those are Harry Potter books. I'm pointing the top shelf there. Those are Harry Potter books. Mm -hmm. So when I say create your environment, get the books, get the knowledge, invest your money and your time, and also create the office environment that will encourage your learning, okay? Office environment. So I'm going to ask you now, is there an area in your house that's conducive, safe, okay? Is there an area in your house that you have access to Wi-Fi at least or somewhere you can plug in your laptop and you've got, you know, a table if you like to work on a table, chair that's comfortable, you want to sit on a chair that's comfortable, okay, okay? So office environment is also really important or learning environment, if you want to call it uh, your learning environment, fine. It doesn't have to, you don't have to have like a a corner, an office, a grand office. No, just a bit, a corner there. It's sacred for your learning. It's special. When you go there, you feel, right, I'm in the mood to study. Um, Everything's set up. It's nice and clean, right? So create that environment. And I want you to imagine what it looks like. It doesn't have to look like, an ideal pin interest worthy kind of office. You don't have to do that, but at least it's clean. It's it's It makes you happy when you enter that room and all, okay? I'll tell you a little bit about what you see here. Now, obviously, I've got this bookshelf that I purchased like two years ago, I think, because I knew that I needed to have somewhere to store my books, okay? I've got, got without this bookshelf, my books would be all over the place under the, all over the place and I can't find them. So I'll have to do that. And I just, I was cleaning like the cobwebs as well. <laughs> I was like, okay, I need to remove some books that I won't be reading for 2021. So I actually removed books because my bookshelf's small really, so it's not enough. So I just want to have books that I know when I look at the books, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm excited to read in 2021. So for me, cleaning up books Cleaning out—is that what you call them? Taking out books that I won't be reading is also something that I need to, uh, s- something that I do to just to declutter my mind. Okay, so that's what I did. Like over the weekend, yeah, that's what I did. And um, so I've got a whiteboard. Uh, yeah, behind this, this is this is a um, actually a screen divider. So if I remove the screen divider, you'll see a whiteboard, a really big whiteboard where I right my vision my goals etc so i cover it with this screen divider that i just bought on shopee okay and this table this table i've got a table so i've got my laptop right in front of me i've got a second lap second monitor here now you can't see but my second monitor and yeah and i'm i'm good to go i'm good to go i'm nice and comfortable well lit and when I come here, I feel comfortable, it's quiet. I close the door, I do my learning, I do my preparation, my class preparation, lock the door, so, you know, and all. So what about you guys? What, what's your office environment like? Is it conducive? I was reading my friend's uh, Facebook post and she was saying, do you guys have printers? And then someone wrote, I have four printers for me and my children. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't reached that level where I have a printer yet. I don't have a printer yet, but I'm, I might consider purchasing a printer. If I do purchase a printer, it has to be good quality. I don't want to be the one, I don't want to be like, you know, the printer is so slow. And then I might as well go to the shops and go print out some things. So I'm very particular about quality. Okay, so you guys, tell us what the setup is for you. Mira your husband, you're going to set up a small library for me. Exactly. Do it for yourself. For yourself. Uh, okay, Akmal, your bedroom is your office. All right. As long as you're comfortable and, you know. Okay. As long as it's not messy. But I know some people prefer that kind of learning environment where everything is there is messy but they know it's there but I was listening to this training um I don't remember the speaker but she said that your environment is a representation of your mind and I'm like oh my god because I'm you know I'm not I can be messy papers all over the place I haven't filed this and that and all sorts of things and I'm like oh my god does it really reflect my mind so that's when I started to like do spring cleaning cleaning up my books that I won't be reading for 2021, so that I can make room for new books. So I just purchased new books because we had just had the Black Friday, uh, um, the Black Friday sale. Black Friday, right? What's the What's the word? Oh my god, I forgot the word. But yeah, the sale. Okay. All right, you guys, tell us what your environment is like, and if you've got comments or questions, write them in the in the in the comment section zafira my target is to have my own mini library and also for my little princess that's great to hear that oh love your microphone where did you buy it got to find one for my english tuition class so this microphone i get lots of questions about my microphone so this is audio technica audio Technica microphone but i bought this i think three years back from an it store and so, but you can always find it on Shopee. You can just find Shopee. But I'll just show you what it looks like. If I, I'm afraid that if I touch it, it's going to make some noise. So this is what it looks like. So I need to prop it up actually on a book so that it's high enough. I know some of my friends have a microphone that ha- has a stand. And so it's like this: um, the microphone is um, directed this way. So your, your voice car- carries up. I know people who just simply use their uh, headphones as a microphone whatever works for you you don't have to buy anything uh, expensive uh, but 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 sometimes it's good to splurge on good quality things i believe in that i mean you're falling in love with my microphone find it on shopee i do recommend it. it's great but it's for people who generally sit down when they speak i also bought another microphone that enables me to just um just put it here right um so that i'm able to also stand and deliver so i will be experimenting more with that kind of microphone as well oh is my microphone expensive or cheap uh, i'm not bought one recently this same one but it's hers is black i mean how much was yours i think about 400 ringgit is it i can't remember i'm like can you just read just tell us a bit like how much it costs i can't remember oh sorry i'm not said it's about 600 ringgit i'm not bought it recently during the covid uh situation so there was a price hike on mics i'm telling you i bought this three years ago pre-covid i bought this i can't remember i don't want to tell you because you'll feel sad because i bought it i didn't buy it for 600 It's cheaper okay all right. Oh, I'm not said it used to be 300 ringgit a few years ago. I think that oh, that was the cost. Uh, yeah. Okay. Any other questions, guys? Oh, thanks Aisha. So the mic that I'm using and I just using as well, Audio Technica ATR2500. Okay. Do you guys have any other questions? Okay. I love it that you guys love books. Um, oh, I, w- I want Azira to tell us here. Yes, I have a very conducive area inside my lovely bedroom with table, chair and bookshelf for me to work, study and place all my books. It is important that we have somewhere we can sit down, we're comfortable. When we, you know, we, we get in the mood. Okay. And our mind is transported to learning and it's beautiful. And I, I encourage you to have um, beautiful pens and um, notebook to write on and, on and all. And a working laptop, Wi-Fi, all of that. Don't take it for granted. It's important. I had to upgrade as well my Wi-Fi. Mm-mm. Mm. What did you do when COVID came? Is that a question about learning or? <laughs> okay. How in the kitchen? I will study with when my kids are uh, watching or playing quietly, watching TV, I assume. Great. Wow, kitchen, I know. It's great. Oh, it's a great question, Nazira. What do you do with the old books um, when you remove it from your bookshelf? At first, I didn't know where to put it. At first, I was like, oh, no. And then I thought, okay, maybe I should sell these books. I'm not so attached to books that I don't read. I'm not the type to collect books, knowing that I'll never read books. I give it away. I I sell them. But normally, I just give away my books. But for this one, because I haven't gone out yet, um, I just put it in a spare area in my wardrobe. I found a, an area there that I could just stack my books there and I'll think about what to do with them later, but at least it's out of the way. It's out of my mind. <laughs> okay. All right. So what's the fifth tip? Create the, create your environment Is that the right? create a conducive environment. Yep. Yeah. Create the environment for success as a fifth tip. Okay. All right. So, you guys have any other questions before I go off? Okay. All right. So let's see a question from Hazira: How to consistently read English books every day because some bombastic words oh uh, you need to find out from the dictionary okay zafira how to consistently read english books every day i believe i'm not wrote an article on myenglishmatters.com if i'm not can locate that article about incorporating habits reading habits i believe i can't really remember but what i do remember a little bit is or something that i practice is to have books that's near me when i'm sitting down like for example before i go to bed i know i've got a little i have another like a cabinet small one where i put books on it so i know that before i go to bed i look at a book and i'm like okay i, I, I need to read something at least so i'll 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 make sure that the books are placed somewhere where i know i'll be sitting down often okay And when I arranged this bookshelf, I made sure that the ones on my level, when I'm standing up, are books that I know I'm looking forward to reading, okay? So I just spend, I don't know, I I could be reading just one page or two. And instead of going through social media, for example, and wasting time scrolling, 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 I make a point to remind myself, okay, have I read anything useful before I start getting lost uh, on social media? Okay, so I make a mental note as well. And perhaps also, Zafira, you can set an alarm on your phone to remind you yourself to read. Like I set an alarm for myself at 10 o'clock to do my zikir. And I've just actually, uh, I just did this recently. So 10 o'clock, before I go, uh, 10 o'clock at night, PM, my alarm is set for zikir, right? And then I thought, oh, when it goes off, I'm like, okay, do my zikir before I go to bed. Okay, so you can do the same thing with reading. Before I go to bed, there's an alarm going on. Oh, God, okay, so I have to read something at least. Okay. Okay. Mm. Amna says, I read to help me go to sleep. But if I find a word I don't understand, I just use my phone to Google it. Okay, yeah. Oh, hold on. Let's go to this question. Azira, is there any other way to remember all the things that we have learned other than practising? All right, so it comes back to your, your learning habits or... Your, your, what was the word that I used, um, how you learn best, basically. How do you learn best? Uh, I'll just give you a crazy example. Sometimes you learn best from having pressure. That's when you start to remember things more. So, if you put pressure on yourself, additional pressure, then I believe your brain starts to fire up and uh, prepare for your success because there's pressure outside and then you'll start to remember things. Mm-mm. So for me, if I wanted to learn something, I know that I put, my, I put pressure on myself. I said, okay, I'm going to learn this these things by the end of 2021. I'm going to be fluent in this whatever area. And so I put pressure on myself. Um, I'll say, okay, I'm going to create something from this. So that means it forces me to learn, to memorize, because I have a deadline to achieve, a deadline to, to get to. Okay, Azira, does that help? Okay. Akmal's question. What is your opinion on listening to audios in English while sleeping or doing other tasks? That's what I do. I do that all the time because I am am an auditory kind of learner. I love that. I put on. I have. I have like a list of things that I want to learn. And so, before I start cooking, for example, or before I start, yeah, doing something that I I can multitask, mopping the house, for example, I would find my favorite podcast and then turn it on make sure it's loud and clear put it somewhere safe on the table my phone and then it's on and then that's how i tie myself this is going to be 40 minutes it's 40 minutes of cleaning the house so yeah i like that it's what i do before going to sleep uh, i think Amna, if you don't mind me sharing she likes to also listen to podcasts before she goes to bed or uh, as she prepares take a nap she says that listening makes her fall asleep faster okay i don't know about um maybe for you as well okay all right okay so i guess that's it guys thank you so much for joining us right here it's been fun and i would like to end here you can get more tips at myenglishmatters.com do join our email list to get our weekly tips through email. So thank you so much for joining me. Inshallah, we'll see you again soon. Bye for now, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the My English Matters podcast. Make sure to click the subscribe button on this podcast if you haven't yet. Now, if you'd like to learn even more with us, we have a free training called Speaking with Confidence where we send seven tips to your email. You'll also get weekly emails with tips and lessons to help you improve your English. Join us at myenglishmatters.com.